We got a deadline to go to the Oakland Glow Fari at the Oakland Zoo. Oh, that sounds mm. cool. Is it like a lights show yeah, thing? Yeah, it's lights. Cool. It's it's like a bunch of bunch of animals made out of lights. I love that animal light thing at the zoo is a genre of event. I also love that when they do it at the zoo here in Seattle. Oh yeah, I've been to that zoo once. I saw a really sad tiger there, or heard a really sad tiger. I guess I saw it also. Reporting on February 2nd of 2022, this is episode 222 of the Insert Credit Show, a streamable and downloadable audio program where a panel of experts answers a series of video game questions dictated by the pace of a horrible buzzer. I'm Alex Jaffe, and I most associate the number two in video games with Sonic Tuesday. Oh yeah, that one. Uh, I'm Tim Rogers, and I most uh, associate the number two in video games with the... I mean, I was going to say Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Or I could say Sonic Adventure 2, which had a wonderful uh, ad campaign involving the shoe-type uh, soaps, which yeah. I had I had to watch kids in the mall where I worked to uh, actually buy those, and they were trying to grind down the little staircase right in front of the software, etc., where I worked. So, not to steal somebody else's number two. Do you, know, you know, do you find it interesting that February 2nd is the 33rd day of the year? I do find that interesting. Because now you do. That's all I've got. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, my name is Frank Cifaldi, and I found an off- I sound an awful lot like Kelsey Lewin when I'm sick. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and I most associate the number two with the first game I can see in my collection with a two, which is GoGo Ackman 2 for the Super Famicom. That's right. Excellent answer. Thank you for joining us, Kelsey, uh, co-director of the Video Game History Foundation. Uh, we have one more person on the show. It's me, Brandon Sheffield. I'm not sure what I most associate with the number two in video games, but the first thing that came to mind was Halo 2, because they put they put a really big two on there, they I feel. Did. And it, it's two it was, guns, it was rather, dual wielding, Jerry. Yeah, it was rather triumphantly a two, and so and that, and it comes to mind at the very least. Mm. All right. I uh, threw this episode together at the last moment because of our uh, change in staffing for this episode. So it's mostly two-themed. I'm going <laughs> to ask you, <laughs> what video games have really gotten it right on the second try? Oh, the second try. Mm. I mean, Sonic 2 is definitely one of those. Yeah. As is uh, Halo 2. <laughs> yes. Uh, gotten it right on the second try kind of implies that they, they missed something the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't uh, think I, ha- so. I don't think Halo One missed nothing the first time. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's true. It's, they're just Halo different. One was legit, man. They're be- yeah. those are two beautiful video games. They did also get it right on the second try. One could argue they did. Yeah, they did. They also got it right on the second try. Yeah, but Tim's got the spirit of the question here. Right. One game that didn't get it right on the second try was Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah. There's that. I'm of the wrong generation. I I liked it. You liked SA Two? It's not yeah. good, mate. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't disagree, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, still like it. I mean, I am uh, I am of a particular generation myself. Yet, uh, uh, I don't let that uh, uh, I don't let that get in the way. Of, uh, I can tell you what sucked. I can tell you what NES games sucked. A lot of stuff didn't work on me when I was a kid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I think uh, growing up at a certain age with Sonic Adventure Two, I can see how it could leave a a greater impression on you. Street Fighter Two. Half-Life yeah, 2. Yeah, that's only one. Half-Life 2. Yeah, but again, Half-Life 1 was 
a good game. Whereas Street, Street Fighter 1 was not necessarily the best game. I recently <laughs> yeah. played all the way through all three of them. And I can tell you that I do believe Persona 2 fits the, uh, the, this, the spirit of this question. Huh. Persona 1, beautiful video game. I love it. Beautiful face. Uh, lovely game. Uh, however, Persona 2 gets it right all the way. I would say another in the contrary position is R-Type Final 2, which did not get it as right as the first one did. That's true. This is fun. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I had another <laughs> one on the tip of my, my brain, and then I just uh, I let it go, Jerry. I let it go. I don't know why. Uh, Heck. I don't know which oh, one here's, it was. Here's a controversial one okay. that uh, I can employ. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, you mean- mm. uh, Super Mario Land 2 is a big improvement on the first Super Mario Land. I would argue those aren't even the same. Yeah, They're yeah, not even true. trying the same thing. And also, same with- uh, When you say Super Mario Brothers 2, Brandon, what do you mean? I mean the uh, the Doki Doki. I hate that I have to ask this. Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> yeah, Doki Doki Panic's not Super Mario Brothers 2. Come on, Jerry. It rules. It's it's good. It's, it's a good fun. game. I like that game. It, it's, it's not better one. than Super it's a very Mario good game. Brothers. Two Rock Two Seeds of Evil. I think is a yeah. better game than Two Rock One. Oh, I actually disagree with that a lot. Oh well, I mean, I I disagree as well, but it's true. I still like Two Rock <laughs> One better. It's possible to disagree with the facts. Uh, as America's Ameri- Final Fantasy Two. Oh yeah. Uh, no. I mean, well, yeah, yeah but sure. But they yeah. got it right on the fourth try. I said America's Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah America's. I, yeah. That's 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 that is a correct answer. <laughs> All right. Everything okay. Final Fantasy four tries and succeeds at everything Final Fantasy uh, one, two, and three try and fail to do, which is kind of neat. Dragon Quest two, I would not consider a uh, correct answer. They got it correct on the third try. Yeah, number three is where it gets hot. Maybe. Final Fantasy fourteen counts as as the sequel to eleven in a way. Final huh. Fantasy eleven too, or the sequel to itself. I would say Final yeah. Fantasy seven remake. Uh, sequel to itself, definitely. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil Final Fantasy seven remake for anybody, so I won't say what I was going to say. It All can right. spoil its own self. No, well, I mean, you you play it and it spoils itself. I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of a difficult. Uh, I think Goemon, Gone by Goemon too for the uh, uh, Super Famicom. Uh, does everything that the original tried to do, and it does it better. Yeah, I actually think that Street Fighter Alpha 2 got it right the second time. Like, Street Fighter Alpha was sort of a bag of tricks, and then Alpha 2 consolidated it and put it together. I do prefer 3 a little more, but they definitely got it right on the second try, I would say. Getting it right. Got their systems together. I would say Resident Evil 2, but I played Resident Evil 1 just yesterday, and it's a beautiful game. So, I, what, am I, what am I talking about? It's, it's Resident Evil fun. Yeah, Resident Evil 1 is Resident Evil a good time. God, there was a game off the top that was on the tip of my mind that struck me as the perfect answer, an exemplary example, and I, I just, I don't got it. I don't know where it went. You were talking about Super Mario Odyssey a bit. Ago, but yeah. it's well, I said Super one. Mario Galaxy 2. Oh, Galaxy is. I mean, I, that was kind of a throwaway one, but I do believe Super Mario Galaxy 2. It's a shame that if you say this in, you know, polite company, people will consider you some sort of freak deviant. Though, uh, I think Super Mario Galaxy 1's not good, which, I mean, you know, whatever. I can accept if someone thinks it's good, but I think Super Mario Galaxy 2 is excellent. But you try bringing this up again in polite conversation with people go wild. People who make a living being loud about video games. They call you all manner of names. They assume that saying Super Mario Galaxy 2 is great, better than Super Mario Galaxy 1 is like saying Super Mario Galaxy 1 is trash. Which, I mean, again, don't really like it, but, uh, you know, whatever. 
I'm upset that Super Mario Galaxy 2 wasn't in that collection they put on the Switch. All right. Because that collection on the Switch was pretty nice. Oh, well. What was the state of video games during the second console generation? Which one was that? That's like the Fairchild. I don't want to get into the Fairchild. So we're talking 70s? We're talking like uh, the Atari 2600, the Magnavox Odyssey 2. Yeah. Okay. So like mid-70s, like 77 to early 80s. Yeah. I hate generation. You names. said what was the state of it? Yeah, the state of video games. Oh, they said the date. <laughs> the state. <laughs> like, I'll no, just no, no. answer your trivia question if yeah, you want. Yeah, like what, what were things like in video games before the big crash? I think it was mostly California and Illinois. Um, oh, you got that's Chicago true. and uh, and the Bay Area, and that was pretty much was pretty much Wait, it. Fairchild, I thought was East Coast. Uh, oh, maybe it was. Yeah. Fairchild Channel F. I should know this. Yeah, me too. Well, uh, the state was people were trying anything and everything. Quaker Oats. I always like to talk about how Quaker Oats tried to make some video games and have a division. You had the Colorado Leather Company coming around. Maybe that's, no, that's the next generation. Oops. I thought it was pretty cool how Quaker Oats teamed up with uh, Trent Reznor to make that one game. Oh, yeah. Um, What was it called? Oh, Quakerina. (laughs) <laughs> Quake Arena <laughs> And then they teamed up with Chef Boyardee to make Quake Arena Yeah exactly yeah. Quake Aroni It's a me Quake Arena Yeah uh, the state was kind of boring I think Man I think I think we can say now that people tried a lot of stuff And that was great and it was cool how people could make games by themselves And it's really neat what things people did to push the hardware of the time But most of those games aren't very fun to play today No they're not I tried to play some games of that era with some sort of a explorer's interest somewhat recently, and they, they suck, man. Who cares? It's also interesting because like, no one knew what a controller was yet. So yeah. Oh, yeah. It's interesting the experiments that have... Like, we'll, we'll never get stuff like that ever again, except as you know, maybe just a novelty, but there wasn't like an accepted this is how controllers work yet. So, I mean, Fairchild F especially is weird twisty knob rod thing because i don't know that seemed nice to hold and easy to use but no like it was the wild west out there yeah the intellivision disc that was a weird one i spent a lot of time using that thing and uh it was fine but it was weird like why was it a disc (laughs) it didn't really matter i can't remember if you could rotate on it like if you could make a circle shape and have that be something I don't think so. Uh, Tommy Tallarico once told me at at E3, the yeah. first year he was talking about the Amico, that he did an extensive market test to show that people really love the Intellivision disc. And I did not and still do not believe him. I know we make fun of Tommy Tallarico a lot, but he's absolutely right. Yeah. Beautiful disc. Uh, all my friends love it. They're talking about it <laughs> yeah. down at the corner store. Uh, they, they Everybody were. Everybody on the Atari Age forums is 100% behind it. Yeah, they he love said that it. was the easiest thing for like a grandma to understand was the disc. Oh yeah, like her uh, her collection of rare plates. Mm. Similar. He just went around asking old people if they knew what a disc was. Why are we always going to go straight to grandma when we want like uh, when we want to try to sell video games to the oh, masses? Yeah. We just got to go straight to talking about grandma. That's his people, words, not yeah. mine. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Why is Tommy Tallarico got to go bugging grandma for that god darn guy? Yeah, can't leave get, her alone. She's got other things to deal with. Can't get that wee bowling out of his head. Some of those grandma hobbies are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's true. My grandma made kick-ass quilts. My grandma died on a cruise ship. 
Uh, and wow. let, let me tell you, I've been looking at cruise ship videos on YouTube for the past year or so, such, you know, such as, you know, what the coronavirus does to you, uh, you end up looking at cruise ship tour videos. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, oh, grandma, I had a pretty good idea hanging out on these things. I'd feel kind of trapped. You're you're like in a weird hotel bar for a week and then you, you get to go off on a on a little field trip. Not if you pick the right <laughs> one. You can be on there for longer in the week if you uh if you get the you can be on there for like fifteen days if you pick the right boat, Jerry. Tim, you ever take the ferry from uh Japan to Taiwan? I thought about doing that once. No, I never did that. They wouldn't let it me on. It seems really long and probably not very fun. I think it'd be a cold trip. They told me I had to cut my fingernails if I wanted to get on it or something. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> what? Something, something about my passport. That's yeah. not true. I never tried to get on that ferry. I unfortunately never really got to have any leisure time uh, during uh, the, the, the years I lived in Japan. I didn't really get to do any fun stuff. I mostly had no money and uh, a job, which is a which is an awful, awful combination. Awful combination. Fun's not that cool anyway. No, you're not really. Which brings us back to the second generation of video games. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, they suck. Who needs fun? All right. And I really wish that they would just heck off, just get in the coffin already. Leave us alone. I think they long have. Yeah, they did it. We basically restarted everything with the NES. Mm-hmm. The plus key switch. Yep. What are the keys to a great co-op video game experience? Well, two players, clearly. Being sure. able to throw the other person. Oh, that's oh, a good yes, one. Oh, yes, that's important. Oh, that's, a, that's a common go-to whenever I hear people discuss these things. Uh, being able to help each other, I think, but not having it be forced situations where that has to happen. You're not like contingent on the other person knowing how to be good at a video game. Yeah, it, when when you can be asynchronously good at something and have a good time, like that, that Resident Evil 5, it has a lot of problems um, for a lot of reasons but mm -hmm. playing through that co-op is actually pretty fun time if you can ignore all the racism and such like it's a fun co-op game where you can be like give me an egg i need an egg yeah, because there's good. a button to request items and and one of them is an egg like that throwing eggs at people yeah i do like ones where you can spam some kind of voice clip at people and yeah resident yeah. evil especially is very good at that one i think that was how i played through the entirety of resident evil 5 was just yelling for sheva the entire time like even if you know right behind me mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's good fun to just yell things yes so yelling but i actually uh as as jokey as that is i think it, it makes sense because you want to have that feeling of camaraderie and for better or for worse just yelling nonsense <laughs> kind of does it i mean there's a lot of i, I hear a lot of people discuss co-op games all the time uh with this kind of uh you know, the kind of people who say that you should learn all the profane words if you're traveling to a foreign country. Uh, those sort of people always say stuff like the best co-op games are the ones where you can mess each other up. Oh, yeah. The Super Mar new Super Mario Brothers is the best because you can kill each other. You can knock each other into pits. And I really, uh, really dislike when people say stuff like that. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that. I think games like Gears of War. I was going to mention it too. Where there's all these excellent, meticulously constructed level design situations that are just very thoughtfully meant to be played by two players where there are all these situations that are set up so that uh, if, if one player fires like suppressing fire at some enemies they'll hunker down under a barrier and then uh, the other player can uh, just run around and flank them because the guys are, are, are hunkered down ah. that sort of thing yeah. feels really good and, and the fact I mean Gears of War just takes that and from there they just kind of explode that into like a thousand little tiny situations 
And they have so many things that are clearly like, uh, you go this way, I'll go that way if you Mm -hmm. want in the maps. Since they're offering it to me, I'm like, well, why not give it a try? And it does usually turn out to be pretty fun that way. Gears of War 2, I mean, Gears of War 3 is goes up to three players and it, it gets a little bit more uh, more <laughs> complex. But Gears of War 2 has a lot of these really good situations where it's like, I'll cover you from up there. It's like, I'll go. one of us can cover the other from up there. And you're like, ooh, this is good. And then the guy who's up at the top has to fight some dudes uh, while also sniping dudes down on the bottom. I don't know, good yeah. stuff. Just a whole bunch of clean little things. I do agree with the ability to throw another player when it's like a Kunio or a beat em up type oh, yeah. thing where you can That stuff's legit. Yeah, do those kinds of um multiplayer actions. Those those can be fun as long as as long as again you don't have to do them and it's just it's often a very thoughtful little thing. Another thing that I think works is um speaking of Street Fighter Alpha, in Street Fighter Alpha three they had the dramatic mode in the Saturn version. Um, They had it in prior versions, but you couldn't choose whoever you wanted. And in 3, you can. And they have a survival mode where you and another player are fighting together against a much stronger AI. And you have to kind of separate. You wind up in situations where you're on either side of the AI and you can do a lot of damage to them. But if they you know, do like a Psycho Crusher and it hits the both of you, you have the same life bar. So it kind of double damages you because you both get hit by it. Um, so that's it's a pretty fun dynamic to throw into a Street Fighter where certain tactics are rewarded and others are punished, but you don't have to follow it directly. It, it's a pretty good one. I uh, like that. All of these are pretty symmetrical experiences. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there room for a great co-op experience where the two players involved are capable of different actions? Well, every time somebody tries it, they always mess up, and then yeah, uh, and then people get mad at the idea. Like there was that Star Trek game. Do you remember that? Where one of you is Kirk and the other is Spock. It's like a t- uh, a two player asymmetrical co op where one of you can do different stuff, one of you can do science stuff, and the other can shoot or whatever. And it just it didn't work. It got critically uh, destroyed. I never even played it, but the idea is exciting. Yeah, the idea is really cool. It works a lot better when it's not two player, but larger multiplayer like obviously MOBAs are all about you know people having different specializations and things and um you know eve online or whatever you'll have a strategist and then fighters and whatever and and all that stuff works well but when it's just two people it's a little it's not enough oh but there's there's one good one uh lucky and wild where one person's driving and the other person's shooting that's oh yeah i like that game there's also like i think you can do good experiences where one person is clearly not like the main player and they can sort of drop in and out at any time. I'm struggling to think of a good example because like the Mario Odyssey example is just kind of meh, but there's, it's things like that where it's like, you don't have to- I wouldn't even consider that a two player, or you mean Mario, oh, Mario Odyssey where one player is the the hat or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not good in that game, but I can totally see a situation and there probably have been games that do this well where it's like one person can pop in and be like sort of helpful, but they don't, they're not necessary. And it's just like, yeah, let me, let me have fun for 10 minutes and help you out a little bit and then peace out. Yeah. Pokemon Let's Go tried to do something like that. I don't really remember what they did. I forget. Yeah, that was just like helpful in catching a Pokemon and stuff. Like, I don't feel like there's enough to do in a Pokemon game to make that exciting. But in something where there's like, you know, jumping and action involved, I can see a scenario where 
someone can be like a a very secondary character that pops in and out. Yeah, it, yeah, could, it, could, it could really work for a Mario type game. Mario Galaxy, the stupid player two can waggle the remote around and collect <laughs> the little star bits. I would call that smart, but then it occurs to you that that's just a stupid chore that the game designers invented for a use case like that. And then it just gets kind of depressing. Okay. So, I mean, that's isn't it? Yeah. You just waggle the remote around and collect the star bits. It's like- So, we, we haven't really cracked asymmetrical two-player co-op yet. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I have, but I, I can't share it here. <laughs> so- We'll find uh, out one day. What would be the easiest game to adapt into a movie on a limited budget? <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with two. No, it's a loose theme. I'm confused. Only pick sequel games. Yeah. Okay. That's it. It's the rule. Resident Evil 2. I'd watch that. No, limited budget. You got to put zombie yeah. oh, right, makeup sorry. on. That's already, already yeah. you're spending so much money on zombie Good makeup. Point. I wasn't paying attention. Not if you use household products. And like actually maim people <laughs> to make them look like zombies. Not catch up and such. Back on my TV show that I ran in college, I had to be a zombie for a bit. And the only the only thing that we had was pizza. Oh, see, there you go. And so I and I slapped pizza on my face, and it was black and white, and it looked okay. Just, like just the cheese from the pizza, so it looked like my face had been torn mm. off. That's gross. It it was gross. It was Domino's pizza, so it was like I was scrubbing that oil off for 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 quite a while. Domino's pizza's all right when you need a pizza. Can you just adapt the gameplay into a movie? Because at that point, like any live action. Or um, like full motion video movie, right? Like any FMV, you just kind of cut all the sequences together and then you have yeah, a movie. Yeah, Shark. That doesn't take Mad a lot Dog of McCree. money, I don't think. Oh, yeah. That's true. That could be free pretty much. You know, Ground just... Zero Texas. Mm-hmm. You know what? Sewer yeah. Shark is pretty good. Y'all played Sewer Shark. People keep saying Sewer Shark's pretty good, but then whenever it gets brought up, someone's like, isn't that the one where your chief is like, yelling at you while chewing the whole time and yeah, uh, every time i hear that i'm like well maybe i can't ever play this game it's still pretty good i mean i understand that yeah i'd like to give it a try i don't, I don't, I don't like it but it's uh it's pretty good yeah it's like a million plus seller night trap i guess there's another one yeah i guess all the fmv ones would be pretty good uh what else is there that's like her story right that's the one with just the phone that would be a horrible movie yeah how do you make that a movie that's a video game it's essentially a video game right yeah you just cut all the footage together it's a but movie that's not <laughs> that would be a terrible movie it I, would be a terrible movie yeah a, well that's maybe true. you did say it was a good movie but you said cheapest budget I did not yeah. say it had to be a good movie that's true yeah, yeah. well yeah. I'm presuming I'm, I want, I'm trying to make a good movie I once worked at a job where people every day told me to make bad things on accident, and I refused to do it. And now I make more money than I did then. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I'm <laughs> so I'm, so I'm going to make this a good movie, is what I'm saying. Um, this this isn't going to be a good movie, but say I want to make a Sonic movie, I can just go to a furry convention, and there's my actors. You know what I mean? They're all they're all ready to go, and they all know their what parts. What game are you acting out, though? Sonic Forces, obviously. Sonic Forces, yeah, that's right. Sonic Doesn't Forces that have is like, the one. Like a city blowing up in it. You, you what guys is the budget here? We're talking low budget. What very what kind low. of a budget? I'm going to switch to the cutscenes <laughs> from Sonic Forces when stuff blows up and things like that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Utilizing the FMV. All right. Next question. In 1984. Parker Brothers released a video game for Atari consoles and ColecoVision called Frogger 2. Uh -huh. In 2000, 
Splits Games released a video game for the PlayStation and Dreamcast called Frogger 2. Yes. In 2008, Voltex released a video game for Xbox Live Arcade called Frogger 2. Uh huh. Design a fourth Frogger 2 for current gen consoles. Okay, just as a little sidebar, I want to point out Baroque, which is a game that gets mentioned on here sometimes. Love that game. For the Saturn and and also the PlayStation. Um, They just put out a new Frogger-like Baroque game on phones. Oh, is it called (laughs) Karoque? Yeah, it's called Karoque. Yeah. Um, Yeah, go give it a look. So a new Frogger 2. Man, I I don't want to just steal an idea, but I love that Ribbit King and uh, another Ribbit King game, but it's called Frogger. I'd play it. That's but that's a cop out answer, and I'm not gonna. Ribbit King, for those who don't know, is a game where you play golf with frogs. You you give them a tap on the butt, and then they bounce around and do combos and, and try to get into a golf hole. Yeah, that's a thing. Incredibly fun times. I think in this Frogger too, you should try to get revenge on like cars and random things that hurt you. You got a bazooka and you blow them yeah, up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly <laughs> yeah. in what violent way. It's like Hulk Ultimate Destruction. You can jump real. You're like a giant frog. Yeah, I like that. I think you're just a super powered frog and you just smash like these are just cars like on their way. You know, they're going to work, whatever. But and lots of them are cops. At least 20 percent are cops. Yeah, a lot of cops in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> you smash all of them. That's the and ma- make it like a jumping, jumping flash. flash. So mm-hmm. it's it, yeah, it's it's 3D in first person. But you also have um, a bazooka shoulder mounted on your right shoulder and when when you yeah. jump high then the the bazooka tilts down you can shoot at whatever's down there but you're also like the hulk in size so like you can just oh, yeah, jump on a car and and yeah. just crush it like with your feet Smash you it. you have options is what i'm saying totally yeah you got to be a big frog and there's there's no point whatsoever to the game there's no score no numbers the yeah, music just smashy, smashy. the music is horrible <laughs> no, the, no, the music is like good old fashioned, like old style Japanese noise music, you know, like old style stuff. And it's hard and the game is terrible, but it rules. So this, this is like um, Simple Series 2000, The Frogger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Or alternately, you could just uh, pay a uh, pixel a small amount of money and then uh, steal his game Caro Blaster. And then continue yeah. to rip him off by calling it Frogger 2 and releasing it on a million consoles over the next 20 years or so. Rip yeah. him off forever, yeah. That's um, another thing you could do. Just call it Frogger 2 instead of Caro Blaster. We're, we're referring to Nicalis <laughs> here, by the way, who who, uh, who who stole the IP of Cave Story from, from Pixel. And released, yeah. what, like Cave Story Christmas or whatever came out last year, something like that? Yep, totally. Ooh, I saw that. I was like, oh, man. Cave Story Babies. Rough stuff. One of the best games ever made, that, that game, Cave Story. Anyway, uh, I like our Jumping Flash uh, incredible yeah, I'd play this. Hulk Frogger. It's called Frogger 2 colon He's Back. That's what it's called. Just uh, He's oh. Back, the most the lamest subtitle possible is the yeah. only thing that would fit for this. I was thinking Frogger's Revenge might be a little lamer. Yeah, a little bit lamer, but I mean, He's Back just sounds really stupid. I think there is a Frogger game with Revenge in the title, but it's like Swampy's Revenge, and I have no idea who Swampy is. <laughs> Swampy is a he's a he's a no good frog. Uh, he's he's a bad bad frog. We don't like Swampy the frog. Oh, that's the PlayStation game. Frog. That is, that is Frogger Two on the PlayStation. Is Frogger yes. Two Swampy's Revenge? The second yeah. Frogger Two. God, that's so stupid. In this version, Frogger's getting his revenge on Swampy or Cars. So it's sort of a Frogger Two Two. Wait, Frogger's not Swampy. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think so. I think he's Frogger. I thought Frogger was a game about making frogs. That's a joke. There's a lot of alligators in, in Frogger, so I would guess that Swampy's an alligator. Crocodile uh, that makes type. sense. I don't like Swampy. I don't think Frogger does either. Yeah, no thanks, Swampy. And if he wants to, if he wants to get revenge, uh, I'll, I'll show him where he can uh, get revenge. Yeah, when people talk about Frogger, they talk a lot about the car part, not a lot about the swamp part. It's too obvious. And that's the whole yeah. other half of the game. Too obvious. Yeah, there's a significant amount of swamp involved and yeah. also um, logs and lily pads. Exactly. Well, they should call it logger. They should call it logger. Yeah. Frogger 2 logger. Bogger. Jump. Frogs live in a bog. Yeah. True. True. Boy, there's so many possibilities here. It's really time to reboot Frogger, this. Frogger the, yeah. the logger bogger 2. Excellent work, everyone. <laughs> Great Frogger job. the blogger. We're going right, to be right back after a quick break. <laughs> Frogger sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Frogger isn't good. Playing a video game over here. Who can guess what video game it is? Who can guess? Anybody? Oh, Nobody. I was bad at this last time. Can you give me a hint? No. It's on the Nintendo 64. All right. Quest 64. No. Played that one two <laughs> days ago. You're playing. Um. Wait. I don't remember what it's called. The one that's like Winback, but it isn't Winback. Winback? Yeah. I mean, Winback is 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 a Nintendo 64 game. So that oh, is that is a I game mean. that's like Winback. You're thinking of Winback yeah. Project Poseidon for the PlayStation 2 development caveat. Which is... No, I think I'm thinking of the um, Hybrid Heaven. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I have. You playing S&P? No, unfortunately. I, I, I played the heck out of that one somewhat recently. How about Air Borders? Air Borders? Yeah. Air Borders is good. It's a good game. It uh, is. No, not playing that one, unfortunately. Um, is the game that you're playing a Japan exclusive? No. It is a somewhat rare Nintendo. I mean, what, do, you to, do you want to do this 20 questions? Yeah. No, it is not Japan exclusive. All right. Um, Ask another question. We can do is this. Is it you... an exclusively single player game? No. Mm, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Would, is it I'll... a sports game? Uh, Some would say no. Some but knowing what I know, no. I would say yes. Ooh, here we go. You said rare. Bomberman's second attack. Well, it's not. Okay, it's not super rare. It's <laughs> okay. not... Uh, uh, that's could be a, good, a sport. That's a good guess. I would, Bomberman I mean, feels like it could be a sport. Well, I took the, the phrase sports game to mean, is it a game about a sport? Is it Hydro Thunder? No. Is it a, is it a Japanese developer? Yes. Okay. So there is we it go. a there racing game? Go. Yes. Is it F-Zero? No. Uh, is it Ridge Racer 64? Yes. Hey. Okay. You know what? Ridge Racer 64, actually pretty good. Uh, not as a Ridge Racer. Uh, not as a racing game, but as a Nintendo 64 game. That's my, my brief review of Ridge Racer 64. Well, it's time for us to go into the dirt bag. This is the part of the show where we take a question submitted by one of the listeners who have donated to patreon.com slash insert credit, where you can get access to this form. Uh, you can get uh, frequent bonus episodes. And other exclusive content. Uh, this week's question comes from Evelyn Theory, who asks, What is the impact of Five Nights at Freddy's on the games industry? Has it been beneficial? Beneficial? Um, first of all, this has nothing to do with two except that I guess a five upside down kind of looks like one. That's true, yeah. So, Well, that's how I learned how to, how to write the number five when I was a kid. I would turn oh, the nice. piece of paper upside down and write a two. That's not true at all. I'm sorry. Be good, though. That's completely wrong. I mean, the impact that it has had is that it inspired a whole lot of people to make video games about 
one gimmick and also like scaring people so they can make wacky faces for their YouTube videos. I don't think that's as popular now as it used to be, but it, it for a time that was a real thing. I think mm-hmm. it taught developers that children like really messed up stuff. Like children are oh, yeah. super into very strange. How did people lose sight of that though? I yeah. mean, when when I was a kid, we liked weird stuff, right? I don't know. Yeah. Who among us did not like weird stuff as a child? How do we didn't have like the YouTube that was like Spider Man gets Elsa pregnant kind of weird stuff that No Spider Man dentists pregnant Elsa. Oh sorry, excuse me. (laughs) I didn't get the whole I didn't get the whole plot line. Spider Man root canals (laughs) pregnant Elsa. That's it. But yeah, kids I, I feel like it maybe reminded people or taught them that kids loudly and proudly like really weird shit. And it's not uh, it's not fun from the outside to see that sort of thing. It also kind of let people know that they need to pay a little bit of attention to who they're giving their money to. Because then, then later that guy was talking about a whole bunch of right-leaning nonsense and, uh, and like, as a good Christian, I believe, this and that kind of stuff. Didn't he step away from his company so that he could just get all the money while not in public? Yes. Yeah. That was his... That was his uh, his concession. Like, I understand that you're all mad that I don't like the gays or whatever it was that he, he wound up with. Uh, so I will step back and just um, not be involved in the company and just make the money. Thank you. I'll take all the money from over here. So brave. <laughs> it was very brave. Uh, you're going to say something about your, your, My your, your br- little, little brother. brother's child will not be quiet about everything FNAF related. He will just walk up to you and say, so in FNAF... Uh, in FNAF world right now, I'm looking at this, and it's like, oh, uh-oh, uh, I was having a conversation with my dad, who I only <laughs> see a couple times a year, uh, you're just gonna walk in, and, I mean, me and my dad are probably talking about the same three topics, which is, uh, Tiger Woods, uh, the previous president of the United States, or, uh, I don't know what, there's, there's, and then the, the, the third mystery topic, though it's, it's a little <laughs> bit more fun than having a kid shout at you about FNAF for, like, a half an hour. Which is he'll just follow you around with a YouTube video blaring on on his iPhone, where where a guy who's like very Canadian, shockingly loudly, continues to react to something related to FNAF. And there's 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 related media to FNAF. Did you know about this? Yeah. There's related media, and I don't understand what any of it's supposed to be. Lore. Oh, Goddamn theme park. I watched yeah. this child explain FNAF World to me for uh, about an hour once. I don't understand what it is. They made a uh, uh, a movie, Willy's Wonderland, starring Nicolas Cage, which was basically a FNAF movie that was developed, and then they didn't get the license, and so then they made this instead, and uh, it's not good. Willy's Wonderland. So no, no, th- that's one thing that exists in the world. You gotta love that Nicolas Cage, though. Guy's hilarious, isn't he? Sure. I do have to. Guy's I have no choice but to stand. Yeah, whatever that means. Right. Um, I know what that means. You're talking about Stanley. I haven't seen that pig movie yet, but I have like 800. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Again, don't need people to tell me it's good, Jerry. All right. Uh, That's okay. You can tell me it's good if you want. I'm telling the audience it's good. Tell the audience what you may, but I I don't need anyone to tell me to see it. Of course, I'll watch it. It's just got a lot of stuff to do over here. And why do people keep telling me to watch it? Just me personally. I can I can think of some reasons, but I won't. Uh, uh, we don't need to get into it. Does, but... he, does he make a six-hour YouTube video during the movie? <laughs> that's a no, joke. No, no, I oh, because that's uh, the sort of thing people. Oh Lord! 
people. The reason I would say that you should watch it is because it's a good film about dedication and and violence that is not like a taken or some other kind of thing. It's a it's 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 about um love more than violence even though there are violent acts that occur within it and I think it's a a quieter movie than one would expect. So I think I think people would um recommending it to you might appreciate the softer sensibilities within your videos versus the oh, outward appearance of of like this is a review of this or whatever well in summary i, I don't really want to watch it if he doesn't make a six hour youtube video that's a joke um yeah i, I think yeah, i'll smoke that. that i'll smoke that movie like a pack of cools you know i'll watch yeah, it. Do it speaking of violence we are due for a return to violence island nice. my favorite segment of the show uh we're about once a month we settle the who would win in a fight questions, which are posed to us on forums.insertcredit.com and then pitch the winners of those fights against each other until one champion remains. Our first match is Eggman versus Dizzy. Well, Eggman makes robots and Dizzy's just an egg. Yeah, by Eggman, you mean Dr. Robotnik, right? Not, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Dr. Robotnik, right? Robotnik. I mean, I, I just, I don't know, how does, does Dizzy die? Like, what happens when you smash Dizzy? Doesn't he, he get, like, a little crack, and then he, he falls down, and he faints and stuff? All I can say I is Dizzy sucks. Dizzy loses lives, suck. I believe. That's true, that's true, but, like, I don't, like, is inside of Dizzy another Dizzy? Like, is he, is he infinite? Inside of Dizzy is a, is a bag of dirt shaped like a is yolk. Is he I, I think no matter what, Dr. Eggman's got them robots, yeah. and, uh, Every time you defeat him, he comes back. Uh, played by Jim Carrey. He was in the Olympics, so he's got that going for him. Mm-hmm. That is true, mm-hmm. yeah. Even without any machinery. Dizzy's never been in 3D, mm-hmm. has he? I don't think. No. So. Dizzy can only move in Dizzy, two dimensions. No, no he, never, he never graduated past uh, the old computers while yeah. he was on an NES. Uh, I remember an advertisement in some video game magazine that was like, uh, England's most popular video game character is coming to America and I was I saw like the screenshot of it and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> so for that alone wouldn't England's most popular video game character be Diddy Kong no well maybe I don't not at this time though. not not yet that's it, true the magazine didn't have a premonition about that no yet. It, it didn't know Diddy would happen so look later this will be a really popular character it'll yeah. be a smaller <laughs> a ape. smaller Donkey Kong a small Donkey Kong, and this will be the legacy of the UK. He's a different species. I guess at the time, Dizzy would be the most popular. Oh, I guess popular. he's a chimp. You're right. Yeah. Diddy Kong, Donkey Kong, Dixie Kong. Does okay. anybody in the chat here for, for, uh, for one insert credit token, who knows Kitty Kong's real name? Kitty Kong's real name? Kitty Kong from Donkey Kong Country 3. You have five seconds. Five, four, four sight. three, two, Kimberly. one. It's Dinky Kong. Oh, nice. His real name is Dinky oh, Kong, yeah. <laughs> so he's a DK. They oh, just, he is. They a call DK. him Kitty Kong as as a sort of a diminutive joke name. But Dinky Kong is such a better name. Well, Dinky Kong—they're both Dinky little names. Yeah. Kitty and Dinky. I don't know. Right. Eggman's our winner. Next match is William from Neo versus Sekiro from Sekiro. Oh, interesting. It's got to be Sekiro Hoss. Uh, it's got to be. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, William's 
I, I guess is the name of the character from Neo, um, is very beefy. Yeah. Um, that's something. But Sekiro... He's also very Irish, which is cool, actually, now that I think about it. Sekiro is uh, probably faster. Yeah, he's a ninja. We're talking ninja versus samurai here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like he can do some kind of, like, sneak attack. Like, I, I mean... Are they in an arena, like, and they know they're about to show down, or is there is there time? You know, like well, both they... of these both of these men constantly live knowing that someone is trying to kill them everywhere yeah, they go. That's, that's true. true. And they're on the island. They're on the uh, the violence island. That's so. correct. Well, wait, can't Neo do some some? I'm, I don't remember his name already. Uh, do some magic things though, and I don't think Sekiro. Sekiro can, can do a whole lot, Jerry. He can teleport. He can do magic? Okay. Okay. He's got all of Man, the all know. of the ninja abilities. In which game is it easier to die? I feel like Neo is pretty easy <laughs> to die, but Neo Two a little less easy. Uh, Sekiro's pretty hard. I'm sure, I'm already mm. somebody's already writing a hate mail to me for saying Sekiro's hard. Uh, it's <laughs> it's. I mean, I've played all those from software games, and I think it has some of the the cruelest stuff in it. Um, but then when you play it well, you really do get the sense that the dude you're playing at is. Uh, totally tough. I feel like it's a toss-up for me on this one. I, I really, I don't know where to weigh. I down just think on William this. of Neo is a little bit more, a little bit more grounded of an individual. Feels a little bit more like a Dark Souls character uh, set in. William of Neo took uh, a lot longer to make, and also he's got two games. No, he doesn't have two games. What? And he's dead in Neo too. Oh, oh is he? Or is he? I don't we'll know. Find out soon. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who the. I assumed it was the same guy. Did you know he's based on a on a historical figure? Did you know this? I did actually. I, did. I won a trivia contest in Atlanta based on that knowledge. He's based on a real dude, which doesn't make any sense. How tough was that real dude? Because that might be the. I'm gonna put it this way: uh, like many men in the real world, he chomped out and died at some point. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so whereas uh, Sekiro, uh, the one-armed wolf, uh, he's a. Uh, He's still out there, and they can't find him. <laughs> Killing those shadows twice. Uh, <laughs> I just booted up Banjo-Kazooie here because we were making fun of England, and uh, holy lord, they make it so easy. Uh, I've got, I've got so, the music off, and this intro All right, so what are our final votes on this one? These dizzy-loving weirdos. Neo guy? I'm going to say Neo guy. And I'm going to say Sekiro. I played all the way through both them games. Kelsey I think Lewin, Sekiro you're dudes. the uh, deciding vote here. I'm going to go Sekiro, and all I don't right. know. I think this is just two guys. Yeah, it's just two guys. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking yeah. Neo is a samurai, Sekiro's a ninja. You yeah. got it. The samurai are a tool of the the elite. Eggman's going to beat both of them anyway, so uh, we might as well just. All right. Uh, Sekiro it is. I don't is. know about that. I don't know about that. We'll find out. Uh, our next fight is Wander from Shadow of the Colossus versus the King of All Cosmos from Katamari Damashi. Oh, interesting. Oh, it's got to be the king. It's got to be the king. I. There's no evidence that he can die. Wanda can climb up on stuff and stab it in its weak spot, though. Yeah. Does yeah. he have a weak spot? Uh, I mean, does does anything not have a weak spot is the real question. I think probably he doesn't. Wander would get rolled up by one of the cousins before they could reach the, the weak spot. I think um, uh, King of All Cosmos has... has you don't get to call in reinforcements in these fights. Yeah, but he could still just kind of like flick him off his shoulder, you know? Like, That's I think true. I think the king of all cosmos is a bit of a chump, though. I think okay, he, but yeah, he, he could, might he not could be fly that into smart. space. He could oh, fly true. into space yeah. and uh, and and get rid of Wander's air. Yeah, one royal rainbow is all it takes. 
Yeah, I think I think it's got to be King. That's fair. King Valkas. Kingo wins. Our next fight is Mr. Mosquito versus Chibi Robo. Oh. Mm. Got to be Chibi Robo, right? Yeah, because Chibi There's... Robo's a Robo, but Chibi Robo can't fly. And... Yeah, but Mr. Mosquito's just a mosquito. Like he's gonna die in three days anyway. He's literally just a mosquito. It's true. Yeah. He will eventually just die. <laughs> like he will. He will just die in a couple days. Chibi Robo just has to wait it out. It's true. Okay, there okay. we go. Okay, semifinals: Eggman versus Sekiro. Eggman. I mean, does yeah, he I have mean, his robots? Do we know it's this? robots? I th- I think we can give Eggman his main robot vehicle and one custom attachment. I mean, it's it's all he's known for. Yeah. Like if it, if it's just Eggman the guy, then Sekiro wins. But if it's Eggman and his robots, then it's Eggman. No, I don't think so. I think Sekiro like jumps up on the robot like just like sonic does but better probably because he's a ninja slits his throat sekiro lived through uh the most rock solid of all from software games dude like i don't know okay uh, yeah if sekiro could beat a from software boss he could probably beat eggman yeah i'm, I'm in the minority so i lose it's one, cool i mean like the first like real boss you fight in sekiro is uh all things considered even knowing how to parry as I do, uh, that boss is, is pretty phenomenally difficult. So that's kind of fun. I don't know. I feel like he could kill a whole bunch of dudes. Unless he's being handled uh, by a, a, an inept player. In which case... Uh, yeah, or, or if Eggman has the um, Chaos Emeralds. Oh yeah, those Chaos Emeralds would kind of just turn the whole thing around. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say he has the Chaos Emeralds. Because right. he so frequently fails in having the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah. Uh, the King of All Cosmos versus Chibi Robo. <laughs> oh, interesting question, because maybe he would mistake Chibi Robo for his child. He That's might. true. Mm. He might give him a present. Because how can you really see uh, very well from all the way up there, right? How can you how can you really tell the difference mm-hmm. from, all, from the, all that distance? All Chibi Robo has to do is put on a little funny conical hat. Yeah, but can he win? Like, I think he can no, stall, I, but... I don't really know what these characters' fighting abilities are. Even. I don't know what he could do to beat the king. I think King of All Cosmos might have to... I mean, he is the king of the cosmos. Right. Or, or so he claims. He might be the king of all cosmos in the same way that, like, the king of the universe in Fraggle Rock is the king of the universe. That he just, like, I think he's just a dirtbag, is what uh-huh. I think. I don't think he's really the king of anything. I think he's a liar. Yeah, he's pretty big, though, compared to Chibi Robo. He is Robo. big. I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah, Chibi Robo is kind of cool, but uh, yeah. Chibi Robo sucks. All right. He's a small little Robo. Can Sekiro beat the King of All Cosmos? Oh, can Sekiro beat the King of All Cosmos? Probably not. I don't yeah. want to spoil... Again, don't want to spoil the game for anybody who hasn't played it, but the final boss is the King of All Cosmos, basically. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go back to the breathing in space. Yeah. Um, that's that's Idea. yeah that's a good one and i think king of all cosmos is an ideal candidate for the shadow band list where yes, our I think rule so. is that anyone who wins these can't be in a future one or can they uh we'll see with time speaking of time we are running short of it so i'm gonna go right to the lightning round uh this is a game that i like to call intellivision or ColecoVision. Oh, i'm gonna no. name nice. a video game and you have to tell me if it was an Intellivision game or a ColecoVision game. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to know any of these because uh, I, I hate both of those consoles based on the very few experiences I've had with them. And I don't right. care who knows it. All of mine will be guesses. Your first game is Buzz Bombers. Buzz Bomber. Buzz Bomber? Buzz I Bombers. Think Buzz Bombers is Coleco. Kelsey? I'm going to go Intellivision. I can't remember. 
Tim? Yeah, I can't remember either. I'm just going to say... I, no, I, let's, I, I'm I'll, gonna, I'll go I'm in television. Into, I'm just yeah, going to say television. television. In television, it's correct. Oh, yeah, crikey. Yeah. I knew I played that one, so it had to be in television. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dr. Seuss's Fix Up the Mix Up Puzzler. What? I feel uh, like that's in television also. Well, maybe it's... How not. would that fit on that tiny in television label? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. Okay, let's say Coleco. Oh, does that make it a... Does that just make it a ColecoVision game then, if you can't imagine I'm, uh, it yeah, being on the... Yeah, that's... I'm just going to say, yeah. That's if you think with. it wouldn't... Yeah, it's not going to fit on the label. It's got to be ColecoVision. Brandon? That was the only reason anyone developed games for ColecoVision was because right. they could fit more on the label. Even though I feel like I saw it somewhere else, I'm going to say, yeah, Coleco. ColecoVision all... is correct. Oh, nice. incredible. War Room. War Room? Hmm, I don't remember this one. It's, it sounds like an Intellivision, like an Televoice game to me. Mm, like someone would just say, like, War Room. And yeah, then, War yeah. Room. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's Time all. Time to set off the bombers. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. That's how they, uh, that's how they sound. <laughs> so your guess is in television. Sure. Yeah. Tim? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to abstain yeah. from voting. <laughs> we got two out of three here. So. Okay. Yeah, go ahead uh, and go with that one. That game's ColecoVision. Heck. Was that on the Coleco voice? Uh, it must have been. must have been. War Room. Tron Solar Sailor. Tron Solar Sailor? Oh, it's definitely in television. Yeah. It's gotta be in television. In television is correct. Your next game is Wormwomper. What? Oh, I think that's Coleco because, um, because I haven't heard of it. You weren't allowed to womp things on the television. They didn't allow you yeah. to. Can't womp on there. They wouldn't let you do that. Although, what if it's a whack-a-mole game and it just uses the number pad to... Actually, wait, so one of nine holes. I mean, I, I feel like I, I played through this big old Intellivision like classics collection, which is uh, an incredible uh, oxymoron. Stretch of the word classics. Oh, it's got and, the best music though. And yeah, the, the menu music. Yeah, it is the greatest song about the Intellivision that's ever been written, which is a really high bar. There's been it's it's pretty so wild. many so many. But I, I I don't recall whether or not Worm Womper was on there, but every game on there had a name like Worm Womper. So I'm guessing yeah. Worm Womper is an Intellivision game. Maybe it is. Even though I know nothing about ColecoVision either. I'm going to go Coleco either. on this one. I'm going Intelli. Brandon, I'm, what are you I'm going? convincing myself now that it's... Oh, man, but Worm Womper, it sounds like an, a ColecoVision game to me, but I can envision a whack-a-mole game on the number pad. Um, so now I'm not sure... I don't know. I'll 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 say Coleco. Uh, in television. Wait, I was was I, I was right? Yes, you were. Yeah, right. sadly. Wow, you know, <laughs> this is almost like a regular, ordinary podcast where it's a couple of people sitting around talking about things they don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So let's talk right. about. You're in the lead right now, Tim. Oh Lord, I don't want to be in. Your no next lead. game is Space Spartans. Space Spartans? Oh, that that in is television. 100% on in, in television on the uh, Intellivoice. Space Spartans. Space <laughs> Spartans? Space Spartans. 100% in television. I played it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm going to go ahead and say in television because it also has stupid alliteration in the name. Yeah, it's in television. Yeah. Uh, yep. oh. Shark, shark. Oh, shark shark in television. Shark exclamation point. Shark exclamation point. Shark exclamation That's point. That's the one good game on in television. <laughs> Uh, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I know, I actually do know that game. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's one yeah, I actually know. That's in television. Yeah, that's in television. Yeah. Uh, Rocky's Super Action Boxing. Rocky's Super Action Boxing? Rocky Super Action Boxing. 
I'm gonna say Coleco on that. Yeah, same rule as before. That sounds hard to fit on that label. Yeah, and it doesn't have a. Uh, it doesn't. Have, it doesn't have a name like Worm Womper. So. <laughs> and I think Coleco was more into uh, licenses. It, it, yeah, I would say it's ColecoVision as well. Uh, ColecoVision Coleco seems is correct. To, it's correct. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, illusions. Illusion. Oh, crike. Illusions. I don't know this one at all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go... Uh, illusions, plural. Illusions? I'm mm-hmm. going to go Intellivision. We had a few Cole- uh, Intellivisions in a row, and now we had a Coleco, so I'm going to say it's Coleco again. Just I'm I'm going by the by the the the, the mind games. I'm gonna bet across uh, I'm gonna bet across the mind games and say in television. It's ColecoVision. Okay. Brandon gets the point. Heck. It's now Tim with seven, Brandon with six, Kelsey with six. We're down to our last game, which is in television World Series baseball. Oh, good joke. <laughs> is that for the ColecoVision? Nice. Is that uh uh that's I mean I'm probably not. I'm not gonna answer until everybody else says. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know. That I sounds like a. I don't a think trick. this is a trick question. I think it's actually just in television. Yeah, I I think it's got to be in television. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna say it's in television. It would be very strange for, because uh, I know that the in television was made by Mattel, uh, yes. and Coleco was yeah. a different company, Coleco. so it wouldn't have happened. It's not. Uh, they they did have Nintendo games on the Coleco, but that wasn't. Uh, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, Tim Rogers, you win our first and only edition of Intellivision or ColecoVision. Congratulations. That's ridiculous. You've got the best vision here. <laughs> Sounds like I deserve some kind of a of a of a deal to have a, a podcast on the major streaming platform. Yeah, because I, you know I'm what? good at just uh, talking about stuff I don't know anything at all about. Is that how it is? Yeah, uh, we're going to do our Game of the Year episode next week. Uh, if everybody, If everything goes according to plan, which it sometimes doesn't. But if it mm-hmm. does, that's going to happen then. Uh, the episode after that, Tim, why don't you guest host an episode of Insert Credit? Oh, yeah, you think you can take it? Uh, yeah, I'll get- I-, I don't think I can take it, but I think our listeners would enjoy it. I'll get on there. I mean, I think I can do a fairly normal episode. I don't think it would actually be that difficult to do a All right. a, a, a normal episode. I know Brandon's got places to go. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, give any recommendations before we sign off? Um, I recommend that you cancel Spotify Pro. Yes. <laughs> we're not t- currently not taking the show off of the Spotify because we're weighing our options about like uh, amplifying voices and having more left-leaning podcasts on but the, don't pay the service Spotify. versus... Etc. So far, we're leaning this direction, but uh, we do encourage you, or I do encourage you, I should say, to cancel Spotify Pro and just not give the money at least. That's what I got. If people listen to this podcast on Spotify non-pro, are they subjected to advertisements from the platform? They are. Whoo, that's a rough deal, Jerry-O. It is a rough deal. They can just listen to the whole thing on YouTube, right? Yeah, you could listen on YouTube. They can listen to it on YouTube. Download a beautiful little program called 4K Video Downloader. Or our website. Uh, uh, Copy the... uh, URL from YouTube and paste it in and then choose uh, 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 download audio only and then you have just the audio. You can get it right from insertcredit.com. It's true. You can right click and uh, it's, it's more fun to feel like you're you're pirating it by downloading. We're by not going to get yeah, mad at you true. for right click save asing. Well, yeah, but then it's, I'm talking, I'm, I'm saving you bandwidth here. Yeah. By telling them to download it from YouTube. Thanks. Little trick. Kelsey, you got any? Uh, I'm very unprepared for this, but I'm bad at drinking water, and I found this thing called liquid IV that you put in your water that, like, helps you retain the water better, and it's pretty Ooh. cool. I feel healthier. Whoa. That's yeah. neat. And wow. it makes it taste a little better, too. I might try that out. I love water. 
I stare at my water bottle looking for inspiration. That's that's what happens. One of my top beverages. I would also recommend that if you're listening to the show on any platform where you can subscribe to or review podcasts, that you do that for us. Uh, you could also go to patreon.com slash insert credit where you could become a patron to submit your own topics, listen to monthly bonus episodes, and get other exclusive content. You could also join us on forums.insertcredit.com and follow us on Twitter for our own personal updates and projects. The show is at Insert Credit, I'm at Alex Jaffe, Brandon is at NecroSofty, Tim is at 108, and Kelsey is at Kelslewin. That's K-E-L-S-L-E-W-I-N. This show is edited by Esper Quinn <laughs> with music by Kurt Feldman. I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm Kelsey Lewin. And you have now saved your game. All right, I gotta get ready to go to the airport. Woo, thanks. And I gotta get ready to um, go to the zoo. So I'll talk to you all later. Thanks again, Kelsey, for filling in. Thank you, Kelsey, for filling in. I appreciate that. Man, I wanna go to the zoo. Come on over. I actually, I mean, do I really wanna go to the zoo? Central Park Zoo, Bronx Zoo. I got just an embarrassment of zoos in my vicinity.